asshole love power. George Wilder Jr. show, folks. It's another late set in, in the city of Chicago. It's another late summer uh, day that is 90 degrees or above in the city of Chicago, and I'm pretty sure some things are, are happening where you are, but uh, it's a beautiful day here, and I hope it's a beautiful day where you are, wherever you are in the world. It's hot. 
we didn't expect this. I mean, late summer, I mean, it's going into fall and, you know, <laughs> it's just hot. And uh, if you're in the vicinity of this hot weather, make sure you try to stay cool. Drink a lot of liquids, you know. Uh, get out there and get some exercise. Not too much. Yeah, too much sun is not good. Uh, you know, so um, if you don't believe me, contact your doctor. Anyway, it is so beautiful. I mean, it is so gorgeous. It is just, if you can get out and enjoy the day, get out there. If it's uh, warranted in your neck of the woods. I know in some places in the world, it's not. Especially with the um, tornado uh, on the East Coast up there around North Carolina and South South Carolina, we hear people have passed away. People have, uh, but not as many uh, as it could have been. And we're thankful for that. But any life that is lost, whether it's one or 20 or 30 or or a thousand, it it is really, really bad. It's really bad. And you haven't heard anything from Donald Trump. At least I haven't heard anything from him. I don't read read his tweets. I don't even uh, go near his tweets. It's just so childish and so... Uh, unpresidential. Uh, I don't read his tweets. I don't uh, listen to uh, his rallies or go to his rallies. I don't do any of that because I always find that uh, it's true. It's nothing there is newsworthy. Is newsworthy. This guy is a crook. And as of today, he's told over five thousand lies. Can you believe that? Five thousand lies. How can you listen to this guy? How can anybody listen to this man? Told over five thousand, and it's documented. And uh, there's documentation, there's proof of it. Uh, I do believe that the Washington Post ran an article on it. And uh, it's the man has 5,000 lies documented and counting. He's not done. <laughs> he is not done lying. He is not done lying. So if Donald Trump talks, whether you see him, I, and I don't want him on, on my television, I don't want Donald Trump nowhere near my t- TV. Sometimes on the computer he pops up because he's the president, but majority of the time I try to keep him out of my face no matter where he is, whether it's the computer, the newspaper, my phone, television. You know, I don't like this guy on, my, uh, on any device that I have. Totally up to you if you want him on yours, but I, I do not. I don't like him. I'm just going to come out and say I don't like Donald Trump. Donald Trump doesn't like uh, the people of the United States, so why would we want to like him? He he couldn't give two shits about the American people, and you know that. So I, I don't like him. It's plain and simple, okay? Uh, if you'd have been listening to the shows that I have producing here, you would know that already. You will know that already. And if you've been, uh, you know, checking out my Facebook post and other social media uh, those things you would know that I don't like this man. Wow. I mean, the world doesn't. Donald Trump, the world doesn't like Donald Trump. And someone said that Donald Trump made this, put all this stuff on himself. I didn't want to dislike Donald Trump. I was hoping he would destroy the world. I was giving him a chance. I didn't vote for him. A majority of Americans did not vote for him. But, you know, since he, you know, was president. Anyway, we couldn't help it. Uh, give him a chance. No, I did not want him to fail. He failed all on his own. I did not want him to turn out to be a a crook, a thug, and some say a rapist, sexual conduct, 
liar, breaking the law, criminal, obstructing justice. He's done that. He can't lie about that because he's done he's done obstructing of justice right out there in the open where we all could see and hear. He's done that. Mueller's got that down. I'm pretty sure he has. Anyway, once again, folks, welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of it. Um, we've gone on. We've been on five years so far now. Yeah, five years we've been doing this. And if you go back to any of those earlier uh, episodes that we've done, that I've done here on the George Wilder Jr. Show, you'll see that it sounds just as good as it, as if it was um produced and uh, made today. You know, it, it's just uh, vibrant the way this thing is going. Five years I've been doing this, and I don't know if I've gotten any better. I know I haven't made any money at it so far. Any money that I can actually see, put it that way. <laughs> but I, I, I enjoy what I'm doing because of you out there, and I know you're out there because you always – I see your name when you call in on the on the switchboard here. Even if I don't pick up the phone, I see your name. And uh, I, I get a thrill of the fact that people can hear me and and uh, participate all over the world. This is a show you, you can participate in. If you want to send money, send money. If you don't, you don't. <laughs> all righty. Where are we? Where are we at here? Okay. All right. Okay. What do we got here? Kavanaugh controversy is a watershed moment for the GOP. Yeah. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh, these, I mean, if you, if you following this, you know that this guy is up for hearings to be, uh, uh, become the uh, next Supreme court justice, uh, because of one of the guys are, is one of the guys retiring and it's been a lot of mess. So, so, uh, Kavanaugh, some woman has come out and said that he sexually assaulted her when he was in high school. He's denying it. She took a lie detector test. She passed it. Uh, <laughs> uh, everybody's wondering why doesn't he take one? You know, he doesn't. T- he's not going to take one because the Republicans does. They don't want him to take a lie detector test. They help with what she's saying. I mean, if this guy Brent Kavanaugh shot somebody down on Fifth Avenue. The Republicans would still want to confirm him. And I'm glad that the Democrats are standing firm on this. And Mitch McConnell, was I mean, he was out today giving some kind of a lard-ass speech uh, saying that Democrats waited too long to to, uh, do this. They always have some excuse to to come up with trying to save Kavanaugh's ass and wanting to put him on the Supreme Court. So that he can change the court forever. He can change the court forever because the Supreme Court, uh, uh, that's a job that that's a job for life. I mean, when you're, when you're a Supreme Court nominee and if you should get confirmed, you have a job for life, for life. And Kavanaugh is in his, is is relatively young. I think he's, I think he's in his early fifties. So he would be – this would change the Supreme Court for decades to come, and Supreme Court – and the, uh, excuse me, the Democrats are fighting this, and I'm so glad to see that. I'm so glad to see that Democrats are getting up off their asses and fighting to not to have this man seated. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that, uh, that uh, uh, he's not going to be qualified because 
I'm hearing that Susan Collins, she's a Republican, and she's getting and she's getting it from all sides. Her constituency, the American people, saying, "Do not sit this man on the Supreme Court. He is a liar. He is a sexual molester." And I think it's working. And I think it's working. It sounds like it's working because if you have two or three Democrats who are against this guy, and I think Jeff Flake has come out against him. He's a, he's a, I mean, yeah, two or three. Well, I mean, two or three Republicans against this guy, and a few uh, Democratic votes taken away. This is very significant. This guy will not be seated on the Supreme Court. Uh, Mitch McConnell and I'm sure Paul Ryan are mad as hell that this is happening. And they're saying that Democrats waited until the 11th hour. Now they're trying to blame it on the Democrats. If this guy doesn't get seated, they're going to blame it on the Democrats and not blame it on uh, uh, Kavanaugh's own behavior. This is crazy. Not blaming on his own behavior. Okay. Uh, and Kavanaugh and his accusers, I'm, I'm seeing here, they're both ready to testify. And to see who sounds more truthful. Kavanaugh is the guy is denying these accusations. The guy is denying everything, but the woman is but there I'm hearing that there is actual proof of him committing perjury. There is actual proof of him committing perjury. So Susan Collins, uh the 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 one of the Republicans in Congress, Susan Collins She's saying that uh, lying, uh, committing perjury is a disqualifying offense. It can disqualify him, of course. If you've got Republicans willing to follow the law and to follow uh, guidelines that, that were set by the uh, forefathers. And this is breaking news. The Supreme Court nominee and Christian Baskley Ford, I guess that's the woman who's going to be testifying, Will appear next Monday in front of the in front of a Senate hearing. In other words, his shit has been delayed next Monday. Uh, next Monday from from today, actually. So his stuff is 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 delayed, and he doesn't like it. Uh, but the American people are are steadfast in not wanting this guy on the Supreme Court. Because the Republicans are set to sit this guy on the Supreme Court, no matter how women, how many women he may have raped. Of course, he said he didn't do it. I didn't do that. I didn't do that in, to her in high school. And the Republicans are accepting his word that he didn't do it. How many people are in prison who said that they didn't do it? Just because someone said that they didn't do something does not mean that they did not do it. Yeah, so this is this is good for the American people that this guy that this thing is has been delayed. You don't want this guy on the Supreme Court. We don't want him on the Supreme Court, but the Republicans do. The Republicans do, and I hope we do everything we can to keep him off the Supreme Court. We don't want a liar on the Supreme Court. We don't want a racist on a criminal on the Supreme Court, as we have in the White House, Donald Trump is going down, but there's no doubt about it. You know, he, he can't last. He's, he's actually lasted too long already. But anyway, um, 
yeah, he's going down, and this is good, and they're and they're set to testify. They are set to, and uh, Kavanaugh, he looks like he's been beaten down. Kavanaugh, Christy Blancy, if I'm pronouncing her name right, Blancy, Blancy Ford, to testify on assault allegations in public on Monday. It's going to be public. Uh, this is super. I can't wait to, to hear this and, and come back on the radio and uh, to give my own take on it, oh, you know, and you can also give your own take. Okay, the Senate Judiciary Committee has scheduled a public hearing on allegations against Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh for next Monday, a co- congressional source says. Kavanaugh and the woman accusing him of physical and sexual assault Christine Blassie Ford will testify. A source with knowledge of this, uh, a source with knowledge of this says this. I'm reading this, folks. So, both have indicated that they will be willing to testify about the allegations. Judge Kavanaugh looks forward to hearing where he can. Looks forward to a hearing where he can, you know, said this is this is a false allegation. He stands readily to testify. Tomorrow, if the Senate uh, is ready to hear him, White House uh, spokesman said, "Okay, but this is this is this this guy should not be on the anybody who's pointed anybody who is uh, appointed by Donald Trump it, it should always be questionable. For instance, I mean, you got Betty DeVos; uh, she's in charge of the uh, she's in charge of the educational department uh, agency." And her job, just like Ben, Ben, um, I'm going to say the actor Ben Foster, but Ben Carson, uh, their jobs is to destroy those agencies. That's that's what it's all about. Those jobs are to destroy those agencies. They're they're put there to destroy those agencies. But the one of the greatest things I think that is saving those agencies, uh, the Department of Education. And the Department of Housing and other uh, departments within uh, the government cabinet members of those uh, departments, I think the courts are. The courts are because every every time she tries or he tries to up in a program or up in something, they are going to be sued. And most of them, those sued sued, and, and majority of the time, these kinds of people lose those kinds of suits because this is America. This is not Iran or Iraq. They are there. De- uh, uh, Betty DeVos knows Jack about education. Ben Carson knows exactly, knows exactly nothing about housing, urban, urban and development, HUD. He knows nothing. They are there to cut those programs to shreds. That's their job. That's their mission. There's nothing more than that. So, I mean, if you put Kavanaugh, who is also a Trump pick, onto the Supreme Court, a Republican, so you you have five Republicans and three Democrats. That's awful on the Supreme Court. That is awful. And I'm hearing that Kavanaugh believes that a president should be above the law. And right now, in those Senate confirmation hearings, uh, they're asking him all kinds of questions that you that you want to ask him. 
But it does. It, it's nothing there to say that he just saying what he has to say to get the job. If he gets the job on the Supreme Court, he changes his mind over everything that he said on the uh, at the hearings. This is what happens with Republicans when you vote them in office. They'll say what they need to say in order to get you to vote for them. And after you vote for them, after they're in office, then they don't give a fuck about you. They be damned with the people who voted for them. Damn the American people. They're in office now. They have their jobs. And I've said this several times. I mean, I, I think that uh, the Constitution and the amendments to the Constitution ought to be, some of them ought to be rewritten, or there should be more amendments added to the Constitution, especially after the Trump administration. And uh, I think a president should be impeached if he lies to the American people. I think a senator or a representative should be impeached if they lie to the American people. I think uh, a representative or a senator should be impeached if they fail to live up to the oath that they've taken uh, to run that office. I think they should be impeached. I think they. Sh- I think people should be. In- I think politicians should be impeached if they start to ignore their constituency, the folks who gave them their jobs. I don't think uh, when you find a, a politician that's going to lie to you, he should be or she should be thrown out of office immediately, not waiting till the end of their term, immediately. You know, uh, uh, because I think it's appalling for someone you voted for, someone you trust, someone you gave a job to by voting, and these people come back and lie to you lie to you in your face or they refuse to represent you like they promised that they would like some of the Republicans I mean to this day and age 2018 you Republicans they don't give two shits about their constituency they don't give two shits about the American people the only time they'll start caring about the American people is when we start getting in their asses like we're doing now with with this uh, Kavanaugh person and like we're doing now with Donald Trump, that's the only time uh, they really – and they don't care about – they just know they have to say something to the American people, even though they may say something just to you know, quiet us down. But that in those back rooms and those parlors and shit, they're, you know, they're saying, fuck the American people. And they are. They are. They really are. This is why we have to do a lot of changing uh, – uh, to the White House and to the Congress, and it's up to the people to do it. We have to do it. But I do understand that Americans, some Americans, aren't up for the fight. They're just not up for it. And and that's it. And, and I do think that's what the Republicans know. They know that we're not going to fight them. They know that we're not going to ram that uh, uh, Capitol building or the White House because we're just not up for the fight even though it deserves to be rammed, you know, so, and um, I don't know, I don't know, but I do know that uh, this thing is being delayed. If it's next Monday, it will be delayed for next Monday, but Kavanaugh wants to, he wants to go tomorrow. He wants to get it over with, but this is a delay, and it's a great thing for America that Donald Trump will not get Hopefully, we'll not get to seat someone who is 
who has committed perjury and who may have committed a sexual assault against a woman. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio. It is so hot. It is beautiful in the city of Chicago. I got the air conditioning on, folks. Uh, I got a few windows open up in the studio here. So it, it is really, really uh, muggy on a late, late, late summer uh, afternoon going into the evening hours, you know. I hope everybody had a great weekend. Yeah, great weekend. It was it was pretty. It was it was. Uh, I don't know. Weather wise, I think it was pretty great. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Take a musical break.
welcome back to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Okay. The decision by Chrisley Blancy Ford to reveal her identity days after reports that an anonymous woman had alleged she was sexually assaulted by Supreme Court nominee Brad Kavanaugh in high school is a total game changer. Not just for Kavanaugh's chances of making it to the national to the nation's highest court, but also for Republicans looking for a sure way anyway to preserve their congressional majority in exactly 50 days. Until Sunday, when Ford, a college professor at California in California, went public with her identity in an in a news interview uh, with the Washington Post while the White House and congressional Republicans seemed convinced that the then anonymous allegations were simply a final bump in the, to Kavanaugh's confirmation. Not ideal, not obvious, giving to the Me Too movement in our broader culture, but survivable for sure. Yeah, survivable. Yeah, the guy, uh, totally, the guy, Brent Kavanaugh, could be confirmed. There's no doubt about that. Because Republicans, like like I've mentioned, Republicans really don't give a damn if he's, you know, raped somebody in the middle of uh, Times Square. They will still put him on the Supreme Court. But it's up to the American people to call their representatives Sit in at their offices, bitch, yell, scream. Do not let this guy on the Supreme Court. He's a Trump pick, and we all know uh, that most of the people Trump picked for his cabinet are crooks, criminals, uneducated, and they refuse to know anything about the uh, cabinet posts that they run. Obviously, Ben Carson kissed enough Trump ass in order for Trump to give him a cabinet post. Knowing nothing about what he's doing, as Trump does, know nothing about the presidency. I'm pretty sure over two years' time, people have the majority of the, the majority of the things and the obnoxious things that Trump says, he's probably getting the aid around him. He knows nothing about the government. He knows nothing about how America works. He knows nothing about the people. But I'm pretty sure he has people around him that are feeling him in on just about everything there is to know about being president. This is why he comes out sometimes talking as if he knows shit. He doesn't know anything. Somebody told him to say that. Somebody told him that he should do that. Somebody said, well, Trump, this is, this is what we got here. This is what we got over here. They explained it to him because Donald Trump doesn't read. He doesn't he, – so he's milk-fed everything that – uh, uh, he learns, and then he comes out to the, to the television cameras and say, "Well, I'm gonna uh, cut down on the environmental protections." Well, somebody told him that. Somebody told him that there were actually an EPA. So uh, a lot of things Trump doesn't know that he's learning on the job because he doesn't read, and he talks about writing a book. You can't write a book unless you're a reader. I try to tell people that when I show them, uh, uh, when they ask me about writing, you cannot write a book, Donald Trump. But Donald Trump's trying to write a book to to, uh, counteract what other people have said about him in their book. So he's going to 
go write a book because he can't sue anybody. He can't stop publications from being uh, public. He can only um, <laughs> write his own book or, or uh, have someone else write a book, say nice things about him and put him out there. But uh, he's been saying that for days, that someone was going to, uh, that he was writing a book or someone's writing a book, maybe a ghostwriter or somebody he talks to and to say nice things about him. That book, if it's coming out, hasn't got much play because we know it's a bunch of lies. Nobody's going to buy the book, Donald Trump. If you write a book or have someone else write a book for you to, to, to say nice things about you, no one's going to buy the book. It it will not be a million seller. It may sell a few copies, maybe your supporters, but uh, <laughs> I would love to see that. I and I hesitate hesitate to say I'm hoping it's true that he is writing a book and that it will be saying glowy things about him, saying things great about him. We're not going to buy it. We're not going to buy it, and we're not buying it. <laughs> Uh, so, and he knows that because uh, the media have haven't gave much uh, attention to him saying he wants to write a book. I mean, you really don't go as a as a public figure like Donald Trump. I don't think you're really supposed to go out there and say I'm going to be writing a book. I'm going to have nice things said about me. I don't think you do that. Uh, go out there and say just I'm going to be writing a book. Because nobody gives a damn if you write a book or not. You know, I mean, if you're going to write a book, write a book. I mean, don't go out here saying that you're going to buy, you're going to write a book. Write it. Stop talking about it and write it. And uh, it will go nowhere. I'm telling you, folks, because Donald Trump is so disliked. And we know that he's going to be coming up with a bunch of lies. If the book is actually written and published, uh, there's no name for it. But he was all over uh, the news the other day saying that he was going to write a book, set the record straight. Give me a break. All right. You've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio, folks. It's a beautiful day in Chicago. It's a great day. It's a uh, late summer day, a late summer day. And uh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. A lot of people weren't looking for another 90 or 95 degree day in the city of Chicago, but we have it. And once again, I want to give a shout out to those folks on the East Coast uh, uh, suffering from uh, Hurricane Florence. Uh, we talked about the other day that Trump came out and said that disputed the number of people who died in, in uh, Puerto Rico from Hurricane Maria. I don't know. Uh, that was totally, totally uncalled for. Saying that uh, 3,000 people did not die. It was only 16. And a lot of people died because they were old. Boy, this guy is stupider than... I, I, I just don't know. This guy is just awfully dumb and stupid and naive. And he's the president of the United States. And we wonder, how in the hell did we get this far? And remember when uh, he went to Puerto Rico, uh, he threw paper towels at the people who were uh, in the hurricane, who managed to, to survive the hurricane. He threw paper towels at them. Then he tries to den deny that he didn't do it, but there's so much uh, video of, of him doing it. 
threw paper towels at them. Wow. And people are saying Donald Trump has no empathy. He has no feeling for anybody. He, he just doesn't know how things work, and he shouldn't be in that office. But the reason why, and I say this a thousand times, the reason why Donald Trump is in, white, in the White House is because Republicans are protecting him. They're covering for him. Even though the Republicans in Congress are covering for Donald Trump, there's nothing the American people do not know about Donald Trump. So they might, might as well stop trying to cover him. They have the power to um, check and balance him. They're not doing it. Check and balance him. Because we need somebody to check and balance them. They should be checked and balanced. And I think that check and balance is supposed to come from the Supreme Court. And it's not coming from the Supreme Court. Uh, these people don't give a damn about the Constitution. You know, so... Uh, and then there's another reason why he's still in office, too, is because he cannot be indicted, at least that by the uh, Justice Department guidelines that a president cannot be – a sitting president cannot be indicted. So that's the reason why – I think that's one of the reasons why Mueller hasn't uh, come out and just locked his ass up because he cannot be indicted. I believe he can be subpoenaed, but Trump refused to sit down and talk to Mueller, so Mueller's probably going to get find another way of talking to Donald Trump. He's got to find another way of talking to him. And Trump has been virtually quiet after Manafort's uh, uh, plea deal that he will be flipping. Trump is relatively quiet because Trump doesn't know what Manafort is going to say. So he hasn't been tweeting up a storm like he usually is because he's scared. He's fucking scared. He's scared he's going to be locked the fuck up, lose his job, lose his job. Trump loves power. He loves power. He don't care how little it is, how, how, and he abuses it. I mean, he abuses his power. I mean, he, he, he thinks he's God of all world, but He's soon learning that he's not. He's soon, because other countries around the world, around the United States, they don't want any visitation from Donald Trump. If Donald Trump is coming in, into their neck of the woods or their country, they're going to be protesting their asses off. Here comes the baby blimp. And this is what happened a few days ago. Donald Trump turned down a visit to Dublin, Ireland, because Ahead of that visit, they were planning protest after protest after protest in every corner of Dublin Island. So he, and that goes for every other country. Donald Trump tries to go to Germany or Australia or anywhere in the world, he will be met with protest. This is why he is saying protest should be illegal. He's saying that protest should be illegal. Donald Trump talks out of his ass. Protests will never be illegal. Illegal is Donald Trump being in the White House. That's illegal. That is where he shouldn't be. That is where uh, uh, he will be removed from at some point in time. He could be gone. Donald Trump could be gone before the midterms, or he could be gone soon after the midterms. 
but he he uh he will be gone. I mean, I just believe he's going down. A lot of us believe that he's going down, even though even though it seems like he isn't. But hang in, everybody, if you're wishing to see Donald Trump go down. I mean, every most people every day, some people work uh, wake up. Most people who don't like Donald Trump. Every day that those people wake up, they're hoping to go to the computer or the television telling them that Donald Trump has either resigned, resigned or been indicted and taken out of the White House to jail. This is what most people want to hear. (laughs) They want to hear him lock the fuck up. And, And we do. We do. Donald Trump cannot last. And I'll say it again. He cannot last. He cannot last. Freedom. This is what I call freedom. Free. 
tonight's headline, Tweet Storm. President of the United States has spent the past few days denying that the deaths of 3,000 American citizens in Puerto Rico even occurred. That's right. President Trump wants us to believe that the official death toll in Puerto Rico, 2,975, the number of people who died as a direct result of the storm and the federal government's insufficient response to it, is a hoax, a lie, a conspiracy against him, because that's how pathologically insecure he is. September 20th, less than a week away, marks one year since Maria ravaged Puerto Rico, and we just recently got the official death figures, and no thanks to the federal government. The governor of Puerto Rico had to ask researchers at George Washington University to get actual figures, figures that the president is now insisting must be made up. Just last night, Trump tweeted, When Trump visited the island territory last October, officials told him in a briefing 16 people had died from Maria, according to the Washington Post. This was long after the hurricane took place. Over many months, it went to 64 people. Then, like magic, 3,000 people killed. They hired GW Research to tell them how many people had died in Puerto Rico. How would they not know this? This method was never done with previous hurricanes because other jurisdictions know how many people were killed 50 times last original number. No way. This latest tweet storm comes a day after Trump accused Democrats, yes, Democrats, of inflating the number just to make him look bad. Of course, he offered no evidence to support his wild claim because there is none. It's a lie. And it's a particularly odious one. Here's the deal. This president, it appears, is incapable of expressing empathy, the basic human decency, or even accepting reality when confronted with it. That's both disturbing and alarming. But this is sadly what we've come to expect from him, and it seems pointless to ask him to do better. What is stunning to me, however, is the lack of pushback from Republican leadership. In response to the president's offensive tweets denying the deaths of American citizens, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has said nothing. Speaker of the House Paul Ryan has said he has no reason to doubt the numbers. Okay. Senator Lindsey Graham questioned the methodology of the report. Here's an idea. Compel your government to do its job and assess the death toll itself, and you wouldn't have to question the methodology of a college-commissioned study. But how hard is it for a member of Congress to say the president is wrong, the numbers are right, Puerto Rico has suffered enough, and this just adds insult to injury? Why does that, acknowledging the deaths of American citizens, suddenly require political courage? Why does that now imperil an elected official's re-election efforts? Why does that somehow become partisan? Because the President of the United States is a bully and the Republicans who support him are cowards. Meanwhile, another storm, equally as real, continues to wreak its havoc on the southeastern coast. What started as a Category 4 hurricane now Tropical Storm Florence is moving westward. It's seen significant, unprecedented flooding in the Carolinas. And according to officials, nearly 800,000 homes and businesses are without power. At least eight people, including a mother and her infant, have died in North Carolina. And one death has been reported so far in South Carolina as a result of this storm. Let's go to CNN national correspondent Ed Levendera. He's in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Ed, what's the latest there? Well, you know, just as we come on air here this afternoon, the rainfall 
begins. We've had a, a little bit of a lull for the last couple of hours, uh, but now another downpour here uh, in the city. And this is one neighborhood that is emblematic of what many people in this area are dealing with. Did we lose Ed? It looks like we've we've lost Ed. We'll try to pick him up uh, again, but joining me now is Republican Congressman from South Carolina, Ralph Norman. Uh, Congressman, as Florence moves inland, your district is in the direct path of the storm. What are you hearing from your constituents? How are they faring? Do you think that they're prepared? Well, we've hadn't hit, had the brunt of it yet, uh, yeah. SE, but the, the problem that we're having now is a massive amount of rain uh, projected over the next 24 hours. The winds at 30 to 40 miles an hour, uh, the downed trees that are a, a hazard. We had a, a lady from one of my counties that I represent die when a tree fell down and uh, she hit it. The undermining of our roads, it's a, um, unfortunately, we're still in it. It's not to the extent that the coastal counties have had, but yeah. uh, the worst is yet to come. So when you say the worst, what are you bracing for in particular? Is it, is it more flooding? Are you fearing uh, wind damage? What specifically are you most worried about? The water and the, the wind with the trees. Uh, mm -hmm. I was talking to an airline pilot earlier, and he was talking about the uh, winds that a commercial airliner could safely land in. It was 24 miles an hour. We've had right, higher winds than that. All right. Donald Trump is defending Supreme Court nominee, his Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh, in the wake of allegations that Kavanaugh attempted to sexually, sexually assault a woman when they were in high school. Trump is defending him now. He's out right now. And is this exact moment defending him. We all know that Trump is putting a happy face on this because it is Trump's ass on the line. If his judicial rubber stamp and get out of jail card doesn't end up on the Supreme Court, then he will <laughs> then he will over where he will overturn any case against Trump. Yeah, this is this is totally bad for Donald Trump. This is Kavanaugh is Donald Trump's get out of jail card. That's what he is. The, Kavanaugh is there, will be there. Trump wants him there to save Trump's ass from prison and to say that Trump is above the law. Uh, and where uh, Kavanaugh can overturn any case against Trump any case against Trump. This situation, uh, let this, this uh, excuse me, let this situation not distract from all of the other Kavanaugh's other serious issues, but add on to it, of course. This is just something that just adds on to all of his other issues. Kavanaugh, he should not be on the Supreme Court. Trump needs him there. Trump has to have him. The Republicans want him there. So they so so Kavanaugh can appear to be their uh get out of jail card. This is all this is about. This is why Donald Trump is is uh is defending Kavanaugh. Kellyanne Conway, Trump's ass kisser, she is now saying 
that Kavanaugh, uh, his accusers should come forward. Trump is probably going to fire her now because that's going against what he wants. He's a criminal. But anyway, uh, this is smacking straight in the face of Donald Trump and his get out of get out of jail card. It, it's just so. And <laughs> this is this is a good time to get some popcorn, folks, because this is good. <laughs> Trump uh, is putting on a happy face because this because this because it is Trump's ass on the line, and he, his ass is on the line. He needs Kavanaugh. He needs to sit Kavanaugh because Trump knows he's going to jail. And Kavanaugh could be his get out get out of jail card, as Kavanaugh will will overturn everything against Trump. Kavanaugh will you know because he has said and stated that the president should be against the uh, should be above the law. And then I think he said it, and then he took it back, you know, um, because uh, his ass was on the line also. So this this is. Um, this is a major shit here. This is some major stuff, you know. <laughs> they want to get uh, Kavanaugh seated on the Supreme Court so he can get Trump out of jail. Or maybe even keep Trump from going to jail. Because Kavanaugh is there so that Trump can be above the law. I think he had some questions, and uh, I think some questioners at his hearing was asking him, Ask him the question, does he think a president uh, is above the law? And all, you know, so that's going to, uh, that's remained to be seen, you know, because as I've said before, people can say anything that they want to say while they're being confirmed. But after they're confirmed and on and, and in the job, they change their minds and they become devils and become evil and breaking the law and being above the law. So we have to keep Kavanaugh out of out of the Supreme Court. That way, Trump will be <laughs> he will not be able to get out of jail. He will not become he will not be above the law or thinks he can become above the law with this guy. It, it just can't happen, you know. So this is a good thing for uh, for for uh, for for the American people. For the American people, the, Trump is. He's desperate now. He's desperate now because of Kavanaugh. He needs Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh re- actually doesn't need him. He needs Kavanaugh because Kavanaugh, I'm pretty sure they talked for a length of time before he decided to make Kavanaugh his uh, Supreme Court nominee He or pick. Uh, they talked for a while, and I'm pretty sure they got an understanding, <laughs> the understanding that, he would, that Kavanaugh would get his ass up out of jail once he is out of office or whatever the hell he get caught doing, Trump. And uh, this is just this just came across my um, screen here, and I just had to cut in to Trump uh, is defending <laughs> Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. Of course, Donald Trump he's a sexual offender. He's a sexual molester. He's one himself. So why wouldn't he defend another sexual? Uh, harasser. Donald Trump is a liar. And Brett Kavanaugh, my understanding, has been proven to be a liar. So why wouldn't another liar defend another liar? Okay, uh, this is uh, okay. Okay, I'm watching a video here, folks, and uh, 
Uh, I thought it was breaking news, but it's old news. However, this is not Kavanaugh. President Donald Trump, even today, defended this guy. Wow. You know, and as I've said, Trump needs this guy. He needs him. He needs him as bad as somebody needs a drink of water <laughs> like I do. But anyway, it's it's uh, it's devastating. It is it is mind boggling uh, what's going on in this administration. There's going to be movie after movie. There's going to be more books after more books. I mean, you think uh, uh, Bob Woodward, you think you're done with Bob Woodward's book? No, there's going to be plenty of books out there. There may be books out there by, by people who are not so famous like uh, – people uh, not so famous like the likes of uh, Bob Woodward and uh, some other famous people who are writing books about Donald Trump. Omarosa, uh, Katie Turr. These are people who have written books, and there's other books out there that's written about Donald Trump, and they're not good. This is why Donald Trump is saying he's going to write a book. (laughs) But nobody's going to buy it because they know it's going to be filled with nothing but blatant lies. Blatant lies. So it's this is a bad time for America. There's no doubt about it. This is this is a mess that this man has put this country in and having this country to go through. It is a plum mess. And uh, it it's Donald Trump is just as corrupt as hell, but he loves power. He wants to hold on to power. He loves it. He doesn't want to give up power. He likes it. I mean, a few weeks ago, he wanted to take away the raises or the increases uh, in federal pay. They bitched and they won. They said, no, 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 you, you're not going to fuck with our money. Donald Trump, uh, I, I, re- I recall the time when Donald Trump was trying to mess with the uh, baristas, the, per- the people who serve coffee in, in coffee shops like Starbucks. He was trying to mess with their tips. Uh, we all know about the the National Football League. We all know about that. So it's the guy is just and uh, it's imperative that people get out and vote. It's imperative. Not only just win, but we have to vote to send a message, to send a clear message that we're not going to be screwed with. The American people are not going to be screwed with. It's imperative that we get out and vote. Vote long and strong. Yes, they're going to try to suppress the vote. Yes, they're going to try to gerrymander or are gerrymandering. But I think if if enough of us get out there and Donald Trump, there's no doubt about it, he has lost support. A lot of his supporters are now saying, vote that son of a bitch out, out of office. And I'm pretty sure that we're being a lot more protective of Russian meddling, even though there's no funding coming from the federal government to protect our elections from Russian or anyone else hacking. We have to get out here and set a bold message, tell the Republicans they will never, ever be voted back into office, no matter how much they scream, beg, and totally, totally lie. 
vote the Republicans out and never vote them back in again. These people are gangsters, thugs, they're crooks, you name it. You name it. So when we get out there, folks, make sure we get out there. It's not funny. Uh, I saw something out there, but anyway. Uh, Get out here and vote. Your vote matters. Your vote counts. If you don't use your vote, if you decide not to vote, then that is a vote for the bad guy. And that's the truth. Ask anybody who's into this stuff. You don't vote. That's a vote for a Republican. Democrats are the majority in this country. We are still the 99 percenters. The Republicans are the one percenters. Now tell me who has the edge. Who has the edge? There and do something. Vote, 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 and keep voting. I mean, vote once, you know. But when I say keep voting, make sure you bring people to the polls, get people registered. I mean, people who are turning 18 this year, it's going to be a lot of them turning 18. A lot of them going to be 18 by the time uh, uh, of the midterms. Get them out to the vote. Get them out there. Uh, Form voting drives in your community, in your area. Uh, We are destined to take back our country. This is our country. That White House that that fool is in belongs to all of us. We built it. Okay, the White House was built on slave labor, not Donald Trump's labor. Remember the time when it was said that Donald Trump called the White House a dump? He denied it, but it sounds like something that Donald Trump would do, that it was a dump. This man's, had, <laughs> this man's got six bankruptcies. He fuck up everything he touches. He fuck over people who he touches. Good people around him turn into criminals. Donald Trump, he screws up everything he touches. He has six, seven bankruptcies. He cannot borrow money within the United States. He cannot borrow money here, folks. Maybe because of his bankruptcies. Maybe because of his bad credit ratings. But he cannot borrow money. That's one of the reasons I believe he... That's one of the reasons I believe why he hates America. Because he can't do shit here. I mean, his credit is as bad as yours or mine's. Worse. And he's a supposedly a billionaire. For some reason, I don't believe Donald Trump is a billionaire. He doesn't act like a billionaire. Maybe a millionaire, maybe a few hundred thousand. I don't know. But I, this is one of the reasons why he doesn't show us his taxes. Because if we see his taxes, we're going to see... Uh, his ties with Russia or other uh, countries, laundering money. You know, we're going to see laundered money. This is why he will not show his taxes. He's a thug. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Kavanaugh and Ford, they have, uh, they're set for Monday. So that should be interesting. That should be interesting. The George Wilder Show is is now on the air. Hate lies. Have no homes here. Strive to be kind to one another. Be nice to one another out there, folks. It's, it's so easy. Trying to quit something before you start or trying to quit something before you replace it is stupid. Okay? If you're going to quit something, make sure you have something to fall back on after you quit that certain thing that you want to quit. Okay? Get out and vote. Vote blue. 
vote all Republicans out of office. America depends on you. And that is no joke, folks. America depends on you. You don't vote and these slimes, these slime balls somehow get back in office. That's going to be on you. That's going to be on America. Because the Republicans feel right now that Americans do not have the guts to fight. But they're learning. They're, they're learning that we do. Because if we didn't have the guts to fight, Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh's uh, nomination would not have been delayed. It's, del- it's delayed because of the American people. And now Donald Trump uh, is defending Kavanaugh. Of course, a, a liar defending a liar. Okay. A sexual uh, harasser uh, defending a sexual harasser. But Donald Trump has, has more, he has a lot more than just sexual harassment. <laughs> he's, he's got collusion with Russia. He's got uh, Michael Corn, his lawyers, uh, said that uh, Michael Corn, his confidant, his friend, his lawyer, said that Donald Trump, he and Donald Trump uh, meddled in the um, 2016 election to get Donald Trump in office. Those are two federal offenses. Those are two federal offenses that should be investigated by Congress, but Congress is not going to investigate Trump because they're just as complicit. But they should be investigating Trump. They won't do it. If, if this was a Democrat, a Democrat wouldn't, wouldn't have gotten this far. A Democrat would have been impeached long, <laughs> long ago if, if, if they were Trump. So, but it's just so weird that Trump Trump is actually defending uh, <laughs> Kavanaugh uh, for one reason and one reason only to keep his ass out of jail, which is where hopefully he will go. Hey, everybody! The George Wilder Jr. Show is now in session, the finest internet radio talk show and podcast in the land of Illinois, on the north side of the great, great city of Chicago. We are now on the air. Fun time, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me. Have a great time.
Secretary, you were in that meeting in the Oval Office. Did the President say that? I don't recall him saying that exact phrase. I can understand you either saying they were said or they were not said. It is pretty shocking language, and to say I don't recall seems implausible. If the President of the United States used the word blank hole, mm. talking about countries in the Oval Office, or didn't say it, I would know. I, I understand the question. It was an impassioned conversation. I don't recall that specific <laughs> I'm Keith Olbermann and this is The Resistance. I appeal to the intelligence agencies and the governments of what is left of the free world, to them as entities, entireties, as bureaucracies making official decisions, and to the individuals who make decisions of conscience, to GCHQ and MI6 in the UK, to the BND in Germany, the DGSE in France, the ASIS in Australia, and even to the GRU in Russia, where they must already be profound. For more on Manafort's cooperation means and where the Mueller probe goes next, I'm joined by Democratic Congressman Eric Swalwell, member of both the House Intelligence and Judiciary Committees. Your reaction to the president's campaign chairman pleading guilty and agreeing to cooperate. Uh, good evening, Chris. Uh, the jig is up. Uh, you know, this uh, nonsense that there's nothing to see here or this is a witch hunt. Uh, well, now uh, the Trump team is O for Mueller. And as Mueller continues to zero in uh, on the president's family businesses campaign. I think the best thing the president can do, Chris, is to just be straight with the American people and certainly be straight with the investigation because he now has a bankrupt credibility. And so that credibility affects not just the Russia investigation, but his ability to lead in a storm, his ability to address health care issues in America, his ability to address the economy. And so uh, the more he refuses to sit down with the Mueller team as they obtain more uh, guilty pleas and send more people to jail, I, I think that affects Donald Trump's ability to lead our country. Did this development, as someone who has, has been on a committee investigating this, did this development today surprise you? No, no. But what I hope we can obtain from this as well, and I hope the Mueller team is able to learn is not just Paul Manafort's relationship with Donald Trump and what he knows of Donald Trump's knowledge at the time as to what the Russian intentions were and what Donald Trump gave as far as orders, but also how the Russian intelligence network works. Because it's clear that Paul Manafort was close to Russian intelligence officers based on other people who have been indicted in other press reporting. So we could really color in, I think, some gaps in understanding of you know, how the Russians uh, work if Paul Manafort is able to cooperate. You know, it was striking to me that the, the Konstantin Kalimnik, uh, who is the Manafort sort of deputy and associate in Ukraine, the one he famously emailed and said, has Oleg Deripaska seen this? How do we use to make coal? Uh, he's suspected of being a Russian intelligence asset. He reportedly fled to Russia earlier this year from Ukraine. He shows up a lot in the information presented by Mueller's team in court today as a fairly central figure and also a central figure in the witness tampering uh, that Manafort actually pleaded to today. That's right. And he's an individual that in our investigation, we certainly would like to explore further. We also wanted Paul Manafort to come in. We wanted to at least send the subpoena to him and let him refuse because he did testify to the Senate Intelligence Committee, but the Republicans in our investigation refused to do that. So again, I believe that there really is an opportunity to learn more about you know, what the Russians were doing. And also, one fact not to be missed, Paul Manafort worked for free. That's pretty unusual at that high of a level of a campaign, and that suggests to me yep. uh, that he had other intentions.
final question. Does, does this increase the odds of the president doing something potentially constitutionally damaging or crisis-inducing um, down the stretch here, particularly in the lame duck session? Uh, well, we have, of course, seven weeks until the midterms, and I think because of these guilty pleas, because the Republicans have been unwilling to check the president and the obstruction uh, runs rampant, he is going to be checked at the ballot box, and, and so they may be able to do that in the short term, uh, and he may be able to do that in the short term, uh, but he will not be able to avoid all of the investigations that the Republicans were unwilling uh, to conduct uh, in the first two years of uh, his When we think of the advances we've made, it is no surprise that so many of us are utterly devastated by the election of Donald Trump. I have been very clear about my opposition to this president. And everyone knows what I believe. I believe he is one of the most dishonorable, deceitful, and despicable people ever to hold public office. He has undermined the rule of law. He has isolated the United States allies. He has decimated our country's standing and leadership around the world. He has empowered and emboldened white nationalists, racist criminals, and con men just like himself. He flew to Puerto Rico after the island was ravaged by a hurricane, insulted San Juan's mayor, and proceeded to throw paper towels at our fellow Americans who are to this day still trying to recover from that storm. He endorsed a pedophile that ran for the United States Senate and defended wife beaters on his White House staff. This man lies on a daily basis. And for all of the people and institutions he has insulted over the last two years, the only person he will not offend or criticize is Vladimir Putin a brutal dictator who does not share our nation's interests around the world. Of course, none of this should surprise any of us because Donald Trump revealed and showed us who he is and what he was all about throughout his campaign. You may have heard that Donald Trump recently attacked me at the Grand Island Club dinner last week. And people are asking me, oh my goodness, what do you think about that? Well, I tell you what I think about it. I certainly expected him to do something like that. I don't know why it took him so long. Don't forget, this man who's disparaging me has been called stupid, ignorant, uninformed, unhinged, and a moron by his own staff and appointees. And so he had the nerve to attack me. I'm in this fight. I am not going to back down. And I believe that all of us deserve better than Donald Trump. I believe this country deserves better than Donald Trump. I wanted everyone to know that they had a right to be angry about the election of Trump. That this president is not normal. But that all is not lost, because each of us has the power to set this country back on track. 
I feel very confident and hopeful about the future because I know there are so many people here tonight and in cities and towns across the United States who are about to reclaim their time and reclaim this country. So, we are counting on all of you to show up during the 2018 midterms and vote for people who will restore this democracy and uphold everything that we have fought for to advance the LGBTQ equality. And ladies and gentlemen, again, I keep bringing up Moeller's name because I have so much faith in him. I like the work that he's doing. I think he's going to get him. And if, for some reason, he's not able to get him, I'm counting on Stormy to do it.
All right, Trump defends Brett Kavanaugh amid attempt, attempted sexual harassment. As I've said, it's, it's, it's a criminal uh, defending a criminal. And Trump's in the White House, and Trump, Trump may be saying, wait, Kavanaugh, you only assaulted one woman, whereas I have uh, assaulted at least 20 to 30. I mean, it's there, you know, and, uh, you know, all of these guys and girls, most of the guys, all these guys are going to jail for assaulting women in government. But yet Trump stays. Trump stays. He's the number one assaulter, molester. I mean, if you've heard that uh, access Hollywood tape and all of these women, 20 to 30 women coming out uh, saying that he did this, he did that. And they have proof. And a lot of these women are are telling the truth because a lot of them have disclosure agreements, mean, meaning keep their mouth shut or they will get sued by Trump. So Trump gets away with it. I don't know how in the hell he gets away with it. Yes, you, wait a minute. Yes, I do. Republicans are complicit. That's why he gets away with it. Republicans refuse to uh, check and balance him because they're complicit. That's why he gets away with it. So, folks, uh, we have to take back this country. Even George Will, a uh, staunch uh, uh, Republican who was once a staunch Republican, George Will. um, I mean, I used to watch this guy every Sunday on television. I mean, they would come on television and uh, Newsweek or something, uh, something to that effect, and they would give their opinion, their commentary on what's going on politically in the world, specifically in America, and for years and years and years and years, and this guy is a staunch Republican. He is walking away or has walked away from the Republican Party, and he is allegedly saying Democrats vote them slobs out of the White House and out of Congress. He said he cannot longer be, he cannot longer be a Republican. Uh, George Will. I mean, this guy. I mean, if you. I mean, he is the Bob Woodworth of journalism. Okay, and uh, he is saying. I mean, he was so adamant and against Obama, but this president, uh, uh, Donald Trump, he is saying, get this jackass out of there. Get those Republicans out of there. They're just as bad as Trump. And uh, George Will. And this is what I was saying earlier into the show, that Republicans are leaving uh, the Republican Party, prominent Republicans, prominent Republicans. A lot of Republican donors have stopped donating money to Republican causes or to Republican campaigns. This is why I keep saying Donald Trump's inner circle keeps diminishing or decreasing. His fan base is no longer there. Oh, you got a few nuts that are still, but I guess what I'm really trying to say, folks, Donald Trump, uh, even some of his staunchest supporters are turning against him. Even at some of these rallies, these people sitting in back of him are making faces at, uh, are making faces at him as he has his back turned talking to the camera or, or, or the rest of them. Uh, some of the supporters are just making faces. And his rallies are not being covered as much as they used to because uh, the press is coming to the conclusion that a lot of these rallies that Donald Trump 
attends and goes to, they're not newsworthy. That he's just there to get feel wanted, <laughs> to feel loved, to get the applause, to get uh, praised. That's the only reason why he goes to these these uh, rallies. He doesn't go to these rallies to try to uh, get Republicans uh, to win or uh, or endorsing some sort of a Republican candidate for an office. He goes to these rallies just so people can praise him because he has a thick – he has an ego that has to be fed. He wants to be – he wants loyalty. <laughs> he really does. The guy wants loyalty. Six bankruptcies. Screwing over the United States, 500,000 lives, and he wants loyalty. Five hundred thousand lives, and he wants loyalty. Five thousand lives, and he wants loyalty. And he's also been mentioned in two federal cases of not only obstruction, but tampering with within the 2016 election also. His right-hand man, his lawyer, uh, said that. And why the Republicans are not investigating Donald Trump, investigating a lot of these claims? Because they know they're true, and they're going to come out uh, being true, and it's going to come out nabbing some of them. This is why. All right, you've been listening to the, to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Block Talk Radio, folks. We're just about off the air I want to say th- I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thank everybody for uh, uh, whatever you do out there. If you're doing something for the country, if you're doing something for America, if you're doing something for your neighborhood, the area you live in, that's great. Because I don't think enough Americans do that. I don't think that mo- enough Americans get in get involved in community in their community. If you want to help out. Uh, Get involved in your local races, your community races. We have to vote every Republican out, no matter where it is. It could be a small office, a big office. We have to get them all out. They're all on the same train. They're all on the, uh, they're, they have one track mind, and that is the, to destroy America. So we have to get them out. Vote, uh, vote them out in state elections. Vote them out in in city elections, uh, you know, vote them out in state elections, city, state, and federal. Get rid of the Republicans. And do vote because voting um, means so much. We can take this country back. We can rebuild our d- democracy. We can uh, uh, undo a lot of things that Trump has done. We can overturn every one of Obama's uh, executive orders that Trump has now defunct. We can do a lot of things if we vote. We live in America. We should be of one America. All Americans should be of one Americans. We run this thing, not Congress, not the uh, uh, president of the United States. We, the people, we run this thing. America belongs to us. We hire them to represent us. But they somehow 
want to represent themselves. They want to represent their party. So we have to change them. We have to fire them. We have to throw them out. All right, everybody. I want to thank you for listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Um, have a good day, a good night, or whatever, wherever you find yourself listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show, because you can listen to this show at any time, anywhere that you want. It's up to you. You know, I mean, that, this is why I always say have a good day, a good night, a good evening, a good morning, a good weekend, because I know you can find yourself listening to the George Wamba Jr. show at any of those points. And I do appreciate it. And uh, this is your show. I hope you support it. Keep us on the air. Right. <laughs> All right, everybody. I want to thank you so much. Make sure you join me tomorrow because we will have a guest on the show. And uh, we will have more news about whatever the hell is going on in America, because I know you need to know. You'll probably find out a lot, <laughs> a lot sooner than when you get to listen to my show. But anyway, join me tomorrow. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now off the air. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one. Stay safe. Hatred from the mighty and the mighty from the small.